0: back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And thank you guys once again for joining the Nine Innings podcast hosted by yours truly, Kevin Thompson, founder and CEO of Nine Innings Capital Group. Thank you guys for joining us. As I always say, subscribe to the channel. As I always say, go down here. You can subscribe here in this little box. Uh, has Nine Innings Capital Group logo there. Also, Go to our website, www.980sCapitalGroup.com with your questions, comments, or concerns, or to book a meeting. You can also go to your email inbox and type us a message at 980s at 9icapgroup.com. You can go to our iTunes channel, type in 980s Capital Group, and listen to the audio versions. And as you know, what we're here to talk about today, inflation, inflation, prices are going up. What's causing it? What is the real issue here? And as you always know why we're here is to educate, empower, and engage. And that's what we're here to do today, to talk about inflation, talk about the causes of inflation, talk about why prices are rising. Let's get it. So as you know, as many of you may be feeling right now prices are increasing whether your prices at the pump prices on energy prices on natural gas prices when we're all going into these winter months our our, our energy bills are going to be increasing our, our gas bills are going to be increasing the cost of food and services are going to be increasing but it's not about the the, the, the price of these things that are increasing it's the fact that many people think the wrong thing in regards to what's causing these pricing pressures most people think that it's the federal reserve that's pushing money into the economy and this is just a consequence of the easy money quantitative easing policies the the monetary policies that are out there right now and that has never been further from the truth so let me tell you why the prices are going up so part one What just happened in 2019 or 2020, my fault, 2020? We had a pandemic, right? Pandemic did what? They came out and they shut down the economy. They shut down production. They shut down the supply of goods and services. So what happens when you shut down the supply of goods and services? You shut down production. So when there's no production going into the economy, there's no inventory that's being built up. So everybody's at home. Now they're going out and buying, right? Now demand is not necessarily as high as it was, but ultimately the demand is still there. So what happens when now you're reopening the economy, reopening the economy, and demand is back to where maybe even, just not even at average, but a little bit above average, right? So now you have demand for all these goods and services, but you don't have the production or the supply capacity to meet that demand. So simple economics, because I took that in school, right? I, I, I majored in finance. I minored in all these other business classes and all this other stuff. But finance would tell you the, upwards, the upward sloping supply curve and the downward sloping demand curve, they have to meet at an equilibrium. So the equilibrium price was here. But if there's a shortage of goods and services, what happens to price? They all talked about the shortage of services. All talked about people losing their jobs. There's a shortage of of people actually driving the trucks, getting getting the trucks to the destinations. So there's a huge shortage right now. Therefore, prices must do what? They must go up. That is simple economics 101. You learn that first day in economics. People want to politicize this all day long. Oh, it's the Federal Reserve. Oh, it's this group or it's that group. No, this was going to happen regardless of whoever was in office, whether it be left, right, center, whomever. This is a simple consequence of economics. So we have the lack of supply, increasing demand, and ultimately price has to get to an equilibrium price where the demand and supply basically meet. That's the new price. The price is high or higher. Now I hear you in the background. Well, Kevin, what about gas? We didn't drive for several months. All this stuff. What about gas? Why is gas going higher? That's a whole different ballgame and a whole other podcast. But the reality is, is that the demand is outpacing supply, and supply has to basically move prices up to meet the demand. It's not about the Federal Reserve pumping money into the economy. That may be a longer-term issue. But as you know, Stephanie Kelton mentioned that, what? The Federal Reserve, or sorry, that our, our government has the power of the purse, which means they have the power to tax and spend, they have the power to create uh, create dollars, they have the power to do what? Pay interest at whatever interest rate they want to pay on their debt. They can lower the debt. They can lower the interest rate, increase the interest rate, and it's, they have the power of the purse. That doesn't mean you could, gives you the free ability just to go out and increase and, and and produce dollars, but it does mean that we they have a lot of latitude in regards to the economy. So it's not a political event here. It's a strictly a supply and demand issue. Part two with inflation prices are going up. We're heading to the winter months, energy, gas, all these different things. Uh, the cost of goods and services, your food, all this stuff is going to be at a higher price. What, especially if you're a retiree, how does this impact you and you want to know a couple different things. You want to know, Kevin, is this a transitory type of event, which means that it's short lived or ephemeral? Or is this a longer term matter, we need need to start um, baking into the cake in regards to our retirement plan? Well, the answer is all the above. This is a transitory event because when we get back to opening the full economy, supply will ultimately be into the market and then the prices will eventually come down, absolutely. But we all know one thing, The the Federal Reserve has a dual mandate, maximum employment, price control, right? So they want inflation to be around 2%. Inflation over the last several quarters has been very, very high due to the transitory nature of the pand- coming out of the pandemic. One thing I'll say is I don't know if this is going to be more of a longer-term impact on our economy, but what I do know for retirees, this may be one of those things that we need to account for moving forward. So if that is having... What more equity exposure in your portfolio? That is something we have to discuss. Because what do we know? Equities are the best hedge for inflation in any other asset. Equities are the best hedge against inflation historically. So we talked about inflation. What's causing it? One, like I mentioned to you previously, it's because there's a supply and demand imbalance. That's the only reason you're seeing pricing pressure. Two. It's about what should we do in regards to our longer term time horizon for inflation. Should we move it up, should we move it down? It won't hurt to be more conservative and have a higher inflation target in your portfolio because if it does go down, hey, you're winning. But if it goes above that, it's gonna hurt a little bit. So from a financial planning perspective, we like to have a a little bit above average inflation target in our portfolio analysis because we wanna do what? Make sure we're a little bit more conservative when we're talking about portfolio construction and when we're talking about the decumulation of assets. So this is what our conversation is about today. Inflation It's not a political event. It's not about the right or left. It's not about any of that. It's just strictly economics. For retirees, this is about us having a conversation on increasing your inflation rate to be a little bit more conservative. If you have questions on that, please contact us at 90s Capital Group. Schedule an appointment, let us go over your portfolio and build a successful model for you so you can have an accumulation and a safe retirement. Last but not least, equities. Like I mentioned to you previously, equities are the best hedge for inflation. So if you're a retiree, you cannot go into fixed income right now and try to say that that's going to outpace inflation because it won't. My question to you and everybody on this call is, what will the Federal Reserve do if inflation starts to take a little bit higher and become more of a permanent uh, issue? They're going to raise interest rates. And when interest rates move up, what happens? Bond prices go down. Bond prices go down. But what also happens to equities, the large cap group? The large cap equity group will have to come down as well because their price to multiples will get discounted. So there's a lot of things that, that, that I've talked about today. And if you have questions on these on these topics, please don't hesitate to contact us. Send us a message, 90s at 9 Cap Group, send us an email, and we'll get your questions answered. Or go to our website, ww.nineyscapitalgroup.com, and we can walk you guys through some of the semantics in regards to inflation, the inflationary pressures and why it's occurring. And also if you want to have a conversation, book an appointment on our website. And we continue to provide that service as my, my designation, my RICP, my Retirement Income Certified Professional designation would state. Uh, that's my, uh, my, I guess the world I love to live in because I know that you cannot get retirement wrong because if you do, it could be devastating. Thank you guys for joining us. As again, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Don't forget to go to 90scapitalgroup.com to schedule an appointment, or as I mentioned to you previously, email us at 9innings at 99 Stay humble, stay safe, and we'll see you next week.